Hello, my name is Jason, and I'll be your host on tonight's first episode of Enter the Shadow. I started this podcast in hopes of connecting with others who have had similar experiences, to meet others who are just as fascinated as I in the paranormal. It's been a passion of mine for many years. Tonight I'm going to share with you some of the things I've experienced. Before we get to that, if you would like your true paranormal stories told here, please email me at jay76561010 at yahoo.com. I'd love to tell your true and personal paranormal experience right here on Enter the Shadow. So please, folks. If you have any stories of ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, or anything that goes bump in the night, again, that email is jay76 5610 at yahoo.com. Soon I'll be opening a phone line for our listeners to call in and tell their stories. Now, these stories can be long, short, scary, or even just out of the ordinary. I very much look forward to hearing from you. To kick off my first story, I have to take you back to July of 1994. I had just turned 18. We lived in a small trailer park in upstate New York, right alongside the Hudson Valley. Now there's a small trussle right along the side of the river where Moonda Creek spills into the Hudson. So me and my cousin Chuck, who had been staying with me the last couple weeks, took a 12-pack of beer down to the trussel. It was only about a 10 to 15 minute walk. And we are around, I don't know, two beers deep when he begins to tell me this crazy story. Says to me that just the night before, he was about to fall asleep on my couch, was like three seconds away from full sleep when suddenly a loud bang goes off sounded like a gun went off right next to his head. He said he jumped up and expected everybody in the house to come running, but no one did, and none of us heard anything. And honestly, I didn't believe what he was telling me. I was a bit confused, though, because I didn't know him to make up stories, at least not since we were kids. I listened content, though, not wanting him to think I didn't believe him. As this is happening, I keep seeing a strange light way off in the distance. It was over Moon the Creek, and it didn't look like any plane or helicopter I'd ever seen. It was just about... I'm sorry, it was just too far away to say what it was, though. And soon it moved too far away to see it all. So I just shrugged my shoulders and drank another beer. must have been about midnight when we started heading back to my house. As we turn the last corner to get to my house, I see my neighbor and his son standing in the middle of the road. They're standing there looking up into the sky. One of them is using a pair of binoculars. I see this and ask myself, what the hell are they doing? So I look up and I'll be damned. There before me is a flying saucer. It was a small craft, looked like it can man maybe four to five people. It was silver. 
and with several different color lights around the edges. And believe me when I tell you, it was dead silent. It just hovered there like a bumblebee. I remember how eerie the silence was. The only thing I could hear was the sound of my heart beating into my ears. And all four of us just stood there in amazement. It hovered above us for probably around 10 minutes when it began to descend towards us. As it was lowering, I felt my fight or flight instincts kick in. and I came very close to running away. My mind was racing with possibilities. I had flashes of Travis Walton being zapped and abducted encased in a green gravity-defying spotlight. Just before I made the final call on whether or not I was going to split, it stopped coming down towards us. It stopped and just hovered. Now this craft was probably within a rock throw away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I threw a rock as hard as I could, I might have hit it. None of us are making a sound. We were all transfixed on this UFO. The four of us took the next few minutes talking about what we had just seen, and we were all in agreement. We had just seen a flying saucer. The shock of the experience began to settle down, and my eyes started to get heavy. And with that, I said goodnight to everyone and went to bed. What a great night, I thought to myself as I laid there. I had a nice buzz going. I had just seen the most amazing thing I had ever seen in my life and was about to fall into a blissful sleep. And I was maybe three seconds away from losing full consciousness when I heard a very loud bang. Instantly I remembered what Chuck had told me just earlier that night. It sounded just like a gun had gone off right next to my ear. And I sat straight up, eyes now wide open, completely awake. And it took some time for me to lay back down. I just laid there awake until around 3 a.m. I couldn't reach any conclusion as to what that was all about. But I do confess, I couldn't help thinking the UFO that we had just seen had something to do with it. I never told my cousin Chuck about this. Over the next few weeks, strange things went on in the trailer, mostly having to do with appliances turning on and off. Nothing too big, but definitely out of the ordinary. And while this was odd, there was really nothing that stood out to say that the place was haunted. And after a few weeks, things seemed to settle down completely. And it took about two months for things to start back up again. Both me and my cousin Chuck got jobs at a bolt factory. I worked the 3 to midnight shift, and he worked the midnight to 8 a.m. shift. So I had the place to myself at night, five days a week. The events I'm about to explain to you happened over the course of five nights. The first night, as I shut off my bedroom light and laid down to go to bed, I thought I had heard what sounded like someone trying to walk down my hallway as quietly as they could. I could hear what sounded like floorboards creaking and a very light footsteps. I knew I had locked up, so even though the sounds got my attention, after a couple of minutes, I chalked it up to my cat making noises in the hall. So I went to sleep. 
The second night began much the same as the first night. I just turned off my light and laid down, and right away I, I could hear again what sounded like someone walking past my room and down the hall. This time, though, they were slightly less careful. I could hear slow footsteps, again with an occasional creak in floorboards. Now I could also hear slight taps on the walls too, like they were tapping on the hall, on the hallway walls. While this was strange, again I knew I had locked up. I knew there couldn't actually be someone in my home. So while not as easy to do as the night before, again I chalked it up to the cat making noises, maybe playing with something. So again I go to sleep. I wasn't thinking about any of this the third night when I shut off my light and laid down. Right away though, almost on cue, the noises started up again. This time though, it sounded like someone was just casually walking up and down the hall, not bothering to try to be undetected. Like whatever it was didn't care that I heard him. Well, this time I got up out of bed. Nervously I checked over the whole place and no one was there. I half scolded myself for letting my imagination get the best of me, and I went back to bed. As soon as I fell, and soon I fell asleep for the rest of the night. The next day, though, I had thought about it a lot. I didn't speak to anyone about it, but wondered if that would be the end of it, or if this was about to get worse. As bedtime approached, again I half scolded myself for letting this bother me the way it did told myself how ridiculous the whole thing was and so began night number four I was now confident I had made the whole thing up in my head I even laughed at myself as I shut off the light and laid down for the night my head no sooner hit the pillow when the noises started again on this night whatever was in my hallway seemed to want me to know it was there it sounded as though at least two people were walking up and down my hall I could also hear the tapping on the walls, except this time it was much louder. And not only were they walking up and down the hall, but I also heard them stomping on the floor, hard. Every couple of minutes I hear a loud boom, boom. I laid there, sweat now starting to drip off my forehead, in pure terror. I didn't dare move a muscle, for what seemed like forever, and it just wouldn't stop. I don't know how much time had passed before I eventually closed my eyes and put my hands over my ears. I could still hear now muffled sounds through my hands as I prayed to God they wouldn't come into my room. And after about an hour of this, the noises finally stopped. It took a long time before I could fall asleep. And by now you're probably thinking, why the hell didn't I leave the house? Two reasons. Number one, it was now late fall in upstate New York, and it was cold. I had no place to go. And number two, like I said, I didn't dare move. I was frozen in fear. I guess our friends over at the podcast, Scared to Death, would call me a Darren. <laughs> if you don't know about that podcast, you gotta check it out. Anyhow... The morning sun shining through my window the next morning was a welcome sight. 
I had made it through the worst night yet. To my surprise, a couple of friends had visited me before work that day. Right away, I told them what had been happening the last few nights. Looking back, I guess I shouldn't have been as shocked as I was when they didn't believe me. Up till then, I had no experience with sharing a true paranormal story with people I knew. Somehow, I thought it would be well-received. Thought they would be just as blown away by the situation as I was. They weren't. Not even close. Knowing suddenly that I was alone in all this, that I couldn't even confide in my friends, made this all the more terrifying. I did my best to put all this out of my head as I worked my shift that day. My friend picked me up from work to take me home. That was a ride I'll never forget. For the first time in all the years I lived there, I was afraid to go home. When we pulled up to the trailer, I asked my friend if he wanted to come inside, hang out for a bit. To my disappointment, he declined. I was standing in front of the place as my friend drove away. I hesitated as I slipped my key into the lock, trying to think of anything else I could do, someplace else I could go. I took a breath inside. It was 12.30 in the morning, and I didn't even have a car. So, in I went. Up till this point, nothing had ever happened when I was anywhere else in the house. It only happened when I was in the bedroom. So I stayed up, with several lights on. I knew I had to work the next day though, so eventually I would have to get some sleep. It was close to 4 a.m. when I decided to go to bed. Of course, this time, as I turned out the lights and went to lay down, I fully expected something to happen. And they, it, whatever, didn't disappoint. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I could hear someone go into a full sprint down my hallway. Boom, 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 boom. Their feet pounded the floorboards in my hall. Then, on their way back towards me, it sounded like they were taking their fists and smashing it against the wall. Bang! 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 All this happened in literally the first 10 seconds. Then, as if it couldn't get any stranger, as if it couldn't get any more terrifying, the next thing I know, it sounded like 50 people all whispering at the same time. I couldn't understand a word spoken, but I could hear it loud every few seconds I'd also hear and and this was probably the scariest part of the whole story up until now what sounded like a woman just laughing out loud it seemed like there were people everywhere whispering laughing running up and down the hall pounding their fists on the wall knocking things over it was truly helter-skelter total chaos I laid there, my mind spinning, with a thousand thoughts running through my head. This just wasn't possible. Then the rational part of my mind came floating to the top, and I decided, and I have no idea how, but I decided that there must be actual people in my house. I don't know how they got in, or why they didn't seem to care that they were trashing my house with me in it. The moment I decided that there must be people there, I kind of snapped. 
I couldn't believe the audacity of whoever was out there. That's when I decided I had to do something. So I quickly devised a plan. On the other side of my room, I had a small Louisville slugger bat. The kind they sometimes hand out at pro baseball games. I was going to get that bat, turn on my light, slam open my door, and just start turning on lights. And the first person I saw was going to pay for invading my home. As I started to move off my bed, the mattress made a loud squeaking sound. The springs in it were very noisy. For one moment, the sounds outside my door stopped, like they heard me getting out of bed. My heart sank into my chest. The bravery I had just spent the last few minutes building had fallen to the floor. Then as though nothing happened, the sound started right back up. It was sparked by that woman laughing again. A cold chill ran down my spine. Boom, boom, boom. They were now pounding on my door. For a moment, I shrunk back, my eyes fixed on my shaking door. I could hear my heart pounding so loud in my ears, I thought I might have a heart attack. I shook off my fear for a moment and got off my bed as quietly as I could. I picked up my bat and turned towards the door. Bang, bang, bang! Again, my courage failed me and I sat back down on the bed, holding my bat in front of me. Just when I thought things couldn't get any worse, the sounds amplified. Bang, 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 boom, boom. Laughter, whispers, so loud I could hardly hear myself think. I hoped it would just stop, that I wouldn't have to confront whatever was out there, that they would just go away. It quickly became clear they weren't going anywhere, and I had to do this. They were practically taunting me at this point. So I took a couple of minutes to build my courage. Funny enough, and I don't know how many of you are old enough to remember, but there was a professional wrestler back in the early 90s named The Ultimate Warrior. I loved him when I was a kid. Anyhow, he had the baddest ass music as he came down to the ring. So I'm playing that music in my head persistently pumping myself up through the horrific noises going on just outside my door. Finally, in a fury, I stand up, turn on my light, slam open my door. I then aggressively go into each room, turning on the light, ready to split the skull of the first person I see. I searched every room, every corner, every closet, every inch. As I opened the last closet, the last place they could possibly be, for one second I felt a sense of relief, followed by a sense of dread. No one was there. I don't know why, but that was the last of those types of nights. There were a few other pretty significant things that happened before we eventually moved out, but I'll save those for another time. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Enter the Shadow. If you like the show, please hit that subscribe button and don't forget to leave a review. 
And remember, if you have any kind of true paranormal story to tell, please contact me at jay765610 at yahoo.com. Again, that's jay765610 at yahoo.com. And let your story be heard. And that's going to do it for tonight, folks. Thanks again for joining me and allowing my story to be heard. Good night.